Why? It feels like it's been years. It feels like 84 years. You've been gone. You know, you've been gone. You've been entertaining. I'm always entertaining. <laughs> Daddy, what's your safe word? Damn it. Welcome back. Damn it. Really? That's that the best, can't be that's the, the best. top of the show. Well, you said it. At I, least I, when we have a show, I have all the show to think about a safe word. And I'm just, Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And welcome back to What's Your Safe Word, the sex education podcast that's got a few kinks. Today, it is just me. And your shadow. What? Me. Oh, oh I was going to wait for you. <laughs> Just two little kinksters in one big world that's slowly uh, opening up. Uh, Daddy, how are you? How, what have you been up to? It is fucking... The doors have been open. Oh. The boys are out. They're running up and down the streets willy-nilly looking for each other. The boys are back in town? Yeah. They're back in town. Boys are back in town. We are back in town. And what have we been up to, Daddy? What have you been up to? How's your week been? It's been good. I'm a little exhausted right now. So um, I was entertaining all weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had a boy fly out and uh, entertain me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Which was very entertaining. (laughs) And I was uh, jet-setting around the world. Well, just just parts of the world, but... You flew out to see someone and entertain them. I did. Yeah. I was out. I was out in uh, Hawaii, in Honolulu, to be more specific. Everybody, when I when I said I was going for a trip, everyone was like, well, "What? What island? Are you? Are you? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Where are you going to be? That what happens you every time you go to Hawaii. Everyone asks you which island. Did you go to so and so beach? Did you? And I'm like. Probably, I don't remember their names. They all looked alike to me, but yes. Well, I mean, from one beach to another, life's a beach. Yeah. And it, I, I, we went to many beaches. We went to three different beaches, and I enjoyed every single one of them. Did they all have sand and water? You know, it turns out they did. Wow. Shocker. And, and, and it was, it was, war- well, that, we'll, we'll get into the trips okay. themselves. We'll get into the trips okay. themselves. Um, but, First, what is today's topic? Well, today's topic, I think, is uh, very topical on what we just were talking about. Um, It's now that the pandemic is opened up and people are out there seeing each other. You know, your little pandemic buddy you've been hot and heavy with online. Now you can go visit them. Now you can go see them. And... I think we need to put together a list of do's and don'ts when meeting someone for the first time that you've been online flirting with. Um, Because reality always kind of doesn't match expectations sometimes. Sure. Um, And we've all been there, but it's been a while since we've hosted or maybe traveled. Or traveled. Or or, that, that was always. And so I think that like today's hostful episode I think we'll talk about traveling, hosting, and how to be just a good uh, fuck buddy, whether it's friends with benefits or no strings attached, you know? Yeah, because... everybody looks at the the whole going to have sex with someone a little bit differently. So I kind of think of it as like a year of online foreplay for some because they probably were online, couldn't do anything, and especially if you live in different parts of the world... um, Meeting up for the first time is going to have some navigation kind of 
tricky things you're going to have to figure out because you don't actually really know this person. You know them from online. You don't know them in real life or real time. Yeah. And we don't want you stuck in that business class of your relationships. We want you in first class getting all that up close in person. Well, actually, a first class sex experience, that that's something. What if, I wonder if strip clubs have like first class seating, like, Anyway, they do. <laughs> do they? I don't. They okay, have VIP well, so, lounges. Oh well. Yes, so here's the thing. <laughs> That's when you I've get the laugh dance. <laughs> never been to a strip club. I've never been to a strip club ever. I have been to go-go places that wanted to parade themselves as strip clubs uh-huh. because I was working it, but I have never been to a strip club. You've danced at strip clubs. What are you I, talking about? I have danced there, but I've never stripped. I've never. I've never witnessed someone okay. stripping. Like at a club. So like what's that. the difference between go-going and stripping? Well, they are all forms of sex work, if that's how you want to call it. Some go-go's would say that it's not sex work, but you're you're dancing and, and flaunting your body Showing for your money. Body off. Um the difference for me is like one is just like kind of more casual. So go-going is just kind of casual dancing on a bar or sometimes there's poles, but stripping generally in, includes like being very, very, very like acrobatic on a pole and also you know there's incentive for like doing crazy tricks and flips to get better tips Ooh, that rhymed um and then i don't know go-go dancers don't usually have like back rooms where you can like you know dance for someone Be very intimately yeah yes. which again i'm not i am not a, a stripper i am not a like a fully fledged uh person of the night i don't, actually don't know what terminology uh, they would prefer well, I'm sure you're about to get a well, lot no, of letters. I'm, not, I'm trying to be respectful. <laughs> no, I think that, that dancing and go-going and stripping, there's there's a lot of overlap. There's, you know, like every kind of sex work, there's there's similarities. Um, much like having sex with someone for the first time or meeting someone for, for the first time, whether it's going down the block from your scruff date or finding someone on like a, a dating sort of site and going and visiting them by plane, train, or automobile. Yeah. It's, it's... There's always going to be those gray areas, Fifty Shades, some might say. Why do you always bring that up? Because it's, it's, um, it's an easy joke. But before we get into the topic, Daddy. Yes. Everyone's favorite. Daddy. Oh, no, no. Ah, oh, too, many too many sounds. Okay. So some of you may know I'm a little technical technologically challenged uh-huh. is that the right word technology can you say it one more time technologically challenged technologic yes yeah okay um and but but that being said uh-huh. my whole house runs on technology right oh, okay. bluetooth everywhere da, 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 da. <laughs> no, and most of it <laughs> bluetooth is everywhere no it's my wi-fi every light bulb uh, no every light bulb is via bluetooth it's not because because when my internet goes out you'll notice that my lights don't work because my uh, my my you know what so this is not the point of the story anyway, we're trying to tell bluetooth right now. everywhere bluetooth's everywhere um so and then most of it is alexa so if you don't say her name if you live next door to me all you would hear is me shouting out alexa no, 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 24/7 no, no, no. Stop, stop saying her name please <laughs> Let's just let's refer Which to I her. Which I think is making me ruder because I never say please and thank you anymore. I just command things over Side and over. note. I always say thank you to mine just, just in case. Yes. And she still won't call polite. your daddy. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's a whole other story. Anyway, your Bluetooth is everywhere. So 
Uh, the other, like, so I had, a, I had a boy visiting this weekend. And so my music is controlled through the device that shall not name yeah, its name. She who shall not be <laughs> named. <laughs> Let's call her Alex. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> So the music was up loud, and I said, Alex, uh, uh, up by 5% or whatever. And she cranked it up way louder than 5%. So then I, like, shouted at her, like, 10 or 15 times trying to get the volume to the right thing. And uh-huh. and she kept way missing the mark by miles on either too low or too high or too low or too high. So I went over and I just did the volume button on top and turned it down, right? Sure. Some of them do have buttons. Well, then she never worked again for the next three fucking days. I couldn't get her to do anything. Um, so what? But, 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 but. Okay. Uh-huh. I did figure it out on my own because she had a red circle on top, right? Yes. So I Googled why a red circle on top of Alex. What does that mean? And... And apparently, there's a mute button. Why would you put a mute button at the... T- so that you have privacy from Alex being well, able to listen they, in? Well, but it has the same symbol as the power button. So I kept hitting that on and off, trying to repower and restart Alexa. Not her but name. <laughs> but it was muted. God damn it. No, off. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's just a stupid thing that they shouldn't have on the top. So if you need to mute... You know who. You know who. They should have a, like a toggle switch is, or something on the What is this T getting to? What is the T? Just bad design. Oh. It's just bad design. Oh, okay. Don't, don't, don't make your mute button look like a power switch. And then don't expect people to shout at a device for commands and then it not respond. I mean, you shout at me all the time. I know. <laughs> I think you're defective too. <laughs> anyway, speaking of going places, I don't know where that story went, but today we are talking about traveling. Traveling. Well, actually, to, so my scruff messages and my um, recon messages now, I get like once or twice or three times a day now, I get subs texting me i want to come be your slave for the weekend uh-huh you're and, so popular usually oh with, my god I'm usually so without a picture so or any description and so i i have no knowledge of who they are what they are what they're into and how do you respond i ignore it usually but i kind of want to put out there how i i know that that offer may seem like a great thing that i want to come be your slave but that means you're coming to my home. I have to feed you. I have to house you 24-7. That is a lot of fucking work. What do I get out of this? See, this is better tea. <laughs> Called it. But that's what made me think. So I had a boy visit this weekend. And I've had subs visit before. Um, and some are successful. Some aren't. And sometimes when they come... I always wonder, huh, why didn't they think that was going to happen before? So what I think you need to d- define what success would be in this case then. Because I, I can imagine different levels of success, but like, what do you think is a successful date with a sub? Uh, a successful date with a sub would be that not only is the sex 
great, but the time in between and off of the sex was a good dynamic and a good energy. So when you're staying with someone for multiple days, you can't have sex 24-7. And I get that that's the fantasy. Okay, you really? Could, did you, you have you could, sex 24-7? No, no, no. I'm just saying you could, but you don't. You no, think. you can't. And you literally have to sleep and eat at some point. It, it is impossible. So what I'm saying is to make it successful, those in-between times have to have a good energy yeah. and um, a good relationship. And so at the end, you're not sick of them and want them out. That's yeah, a successful. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I, I mean, I think that um, you have to have a good, obviously, you, you should have plenty of communication beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like any like any hookup or, or, or date or, you know, fun sexcapades, you need to have at least some sort of rapport with the person beyond just beyond just their looks. But maybe maybe the looks are part of the, the incentive there. Um, like for me, when it came to deciding to travel all the way out to Hawaii, like mm-hmm. that's a lot of hoops to jump through to get yeah, out there. Especially so with their COVID restrictions that you had to, you had to go through. What's your dog tea? <laughs> My quick tea on that is that <laughs> nobody knows how to travel to Hawaii properly except for the nurses. Um, and you have to get a, a COVID test within a certain time frame. Even if you're vaccinated. Even if you're vaccinated, which I understand. And Hawaii, good for you. Like you're, you're keeping everyone safe on that island. It's a small island. Yeah. They do not want... Yeah, that would decimate that island. Yeah, so they're, they're being safe, but it's very confusing how to get it. And um, all of the like extra resources that Southwest tried to send me all went to my spam folder. So quite literally, if I had not been streaming on Twitch, by the way, follow us on Twitch. Um, and I, <laughs> and, and I thank not, you, Twitchers, for, yeah. <laughs> for telling him what he needed to do beforehand. That week leading up, he was just all in knots about getting the test at the certain time and, and well, you getting had to it back in time. And, had to get it in a certain time frame which it was near impossible for some of these testing places but had i not just opened up on twitch and been like hey guys i'm gonna be gone for a few days going on a vacation and someone's like where are you going and i was like okay i guess i can say where because i'm not like giving the times that i'm gonna be there and they're like oh well this lady just got just got arrested for for traveling during covid and she didn't have this test and i was like oh chat you're so funny and then they're like no 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 story. like actually <laughs> so Shout out to chat uh, on Twitch. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking care and making sure I didn't get arrested. It's all good. I'm back and uh, just minor sunburns. So we're good. That said, you do have to make sure that you pack properly for a trip that you're going to go on. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of, you, you said that like things to find out, things to do before you go, like yeah. your little checklist. Yeah. For me, and we'll get into your checklist as well as we go through here. But the first thing for me with packing as a bottom was to figure out my specifications for the cleaning out situations. Ooh, that's very important. Yeah, uh, especially if you're the bottom. Well, I was the bot. Well, I'm I'm verse. I didn't know. I don't know if you know. I yeah, talk yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't roll your eyes at me i literally had to bring a bunch of bondage gear so i brought tons of rope Uh so it was just like a checklist of like well what what are what is my my friend we'll we'll call them uh oh i feel like we should have code names for our 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 friends that we had fun with um Um, i'll call 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 him him daddy g oh i was gonna call him aloha bear but okay go ahead oh i kind of like aloha bear too though um or ab for short okay aloha bear um in a lovely, you know, open relationship, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but their partner was was gone because of work. So there was this window of opportunity and it happened to be the same weekend that you were having someone in town. So I figured two subs, one <laughs> travel weekend. And No, but getting back to the cleaning out, that is really important because yeah. there was once I traveled to see a dom in Palm Springs who had a ton of money, had this super, super nice house. I didn't even think of it. I brought not only a douche hose, but I brought one of those hanging shower things that hang from the shower head. Yep. I got to the space and my bathroom, the shower, it was super fancy and it had one of those long drains. Mm-hmm. So nothing everything had to be clear liquid going down because <laughs> oh. there was no, it was like one of those super fancy grates. It yeah. wasn't just a typical hole in the tub. You can't stomp that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you can't stomp that. And then the shower head itself came straight from the ceiling from a pipe with no diverter capabilities whatsoever. Yeah, you couldn't unscrew shot. the thing. You couldn't put a shower shot on it. And I couldn't hang the bag because it's a huge square metal rain shower head so there was absolutely no way to clean out and i was like i wish i had asked ahead of time what yeah. what the fuck was so it? and and doms if you have that setup think about that your bottom needs to clean out so have that in mind how they're going to do that well, and so my host, uh, Aloha Bear, uh, we didn't even talk about it that much because I just came prepared. I brought my little douche bulb, mm-hmm. uh, the squeezy one. Mm-hmm. I also brought a little, there's there's diverter, or not diverters, but like little nozzles that you can literally put on a water bottle. Mm-hmm. So if I needed to, I had brought a water bottle because I got something at the airport. So I had backups just in case. But I mean, that is one of the most important things. If you're going and you are bottoming at all, make sure that you, you know, have your fiber pills if that's something that's part of your diet. Mm-hmm. But absolutely have a means to clean out because my my host was like oh you know shit happens it's all good and i was like yeah but i still want to clean out like i want to make sure i'm comfortable and that's kind of part of like what is going to make you comfortable whether you're going just for the the evening or whether you're going for a full weekend trip like you have to have some sort of to-go bag well and i know we we've traveled with puppies lots of time to iml and and stuff and they bring their own wrench with them a well, plumbing them, wrench to add a diverter to the shower head <laughs> and and have their hose hooked up so yes make sure you bring with you what you need to clean out and bring with you what you need as far as meds or if you got prep or if you have a specific kind of lube that you need for your, like, maybe you're allergic to I'm, certain things. I'm going to go one step further. That oh, absolutely your meds you need to think about and have them because the worst thing that's going to ruin a scene is you get there and you're half, you realize I didn't pack my meds. But also pack more than you think because you don't know what if your plane yeah. is... Uh, canceled and you have to stay another night what if you have to stay longer than you expected always plan ahead and have more um, because trying to find a uh, a pharmacy that's going to fill your prescription last minute is going to be a nightmare yeah. yeah. And so like I had I had everything I needed and then some whenever I'm traveling somewhere yeah. I, I'm never going to rely on the on the shower shot working or the, the right sort of hose working on the right sort of shower. And that's that's important if you're going to be bottoming as, as a gay person or just a queer person in general doing anal sex. Yeah. Um, 
But what else? What's else, what else is on your checklist? The, the before you goes sleeping arrangements. Find out ahead of time where you're going to be sleeping. Are you sleeping with them at night? I mean, you might have had these hot and heavy talks about stuff, but some people like, especially um, like someone like me, I snore at night. What? So you oh. may not want to sleep in the bed with me. So find out if you're going to be in a spare room. Are you sleeping with them? If also if you're playing with a polyamorous couple um, and they want you to sleep with them. If it's a queen size bed, that's you guys are not going to get any sleep. You're going to be exhausted the next day because trying to sleep three in a bed for most people, <laughs> it's not a comfortable situation unless you are all tiny little pocket cubs. <laughs> oh, uh, not the case. But but do be clear about, you know, the expectations. If if it is with a couple, like, I absolutely have that conversation. Never assume when you're going to travel to go somewhere. Because once you're in that place, you can't really do much beyond just stepping out of the house. And maybe that's not even an option if it's bad weather. Making sure you have the right kind of clothes, making sure that you're ready and you just have emergency backups just in case, you know. And those are things you don't think about when you're hot and heavy texting with someone. Oh, yeah. it's, so, But it is important because after the play is done, you're going to need to get some rest. And especially if you're going to be up all day sightseeing or doing more play. Um, figure out how and where you're going to be sleeping. And also, the other thing, I get this all the time. I oh. get subs saying, oh, just throw me in a cage at the foot of your bed. I'll be fine. That is absolutely 100% not true 99% of the time. <laughs> What's not true about that? I don't that understand. they'll be fine if you put them in a cage oh, at the foot yeah, of your yeah, bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's just I mean, that sounds limits. good in fantasy, but that's, and when you're, especially when you're engaging in kink play, that's always like the fantasy. I put me in a straitjacket, and you put someone in a straitjacket, after an hour they want out, trust me. So, like, have there been instances where you've had bad experiences with traveling? Yeah. Yeah, like, no, right. I, 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 when I was in my 20s, there have been a couple doms. I was like, oh, that would be great. Just put me in your cage. I just want to be a slave all night. Da, da, da. And I've done it and literally been in some master's cell. And they're upstairs sleeping. And I'm in this tiny cage shackled. And by 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, you want out. And there's no escaping. Um, don't don't put yourself in that situation. That is not a fun situation to be in. Yeah, it, it's great fantasy in your head. Um, but if you're gonna do that, do it with someone you really trust and really know. Not the first time you see them. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've been in those instances where I travel somewhere and they don't have what I need, or I travel there and it it just becomes more awkward. Um, because when you're chatting with someone online, you, you, you get one aspect to them. You don't get the, the full life that comes at you like a speeding bullet when somebody has an emergency, let's say maybe you, who you're staying with, they have some work last minute that comes and gets in the way. And that's, that's kind of realistic. Like I brought books, I brought stuff to keep myself busy because my host ended up uh, Aloha bear did have some work work that they needed to do, which is fine. Um, but if I hadn't brought, you know, something to keep myself busy, I, I might have thought that, like, you know, they were ignoring me. Or, And you have to kind of understand that people have their own lives. So being able to talk to that person beforehand and be like, hey, so what is our general plan? You know, what are we going to do? Especially if you're going to be there for a few days is, is super important. Yeah, you have to remember, you are now invading somebody else's space. And you live quite differently than they do 
probably. Um, everyone's eating routines, exercise routines, and just general, you know, self-care routines are completely different. And everyone needs space. And so when you're going to visit someone for two or three days for the very first time, you're in their space constantly. And you feel like you don't have any of your own space. So it's it's a tightrope to walk. So, and I want to come back to this, but would you say that like, what what else is kind of in your, your travel bag for sure? Like in your little toiletries bag? So the other, the, the good thing to do is food, especially if you're on a diet. In your toiletries? Yeah, I'm getting there. If you're on a if you're on a diet, so I pack um, uh, in my toiletries. I pack uh, oatmeal and the tea I like to drink. So I have oh. a couple of packages, and you can do that at any hotel. You can um, do that at anyone's house. You just add a uh, you add hot water because um, I get low blood sugar. And when you're going to someone's house, now you're dependent on them for your feeding um, schedule um, because it's at their mercy they've got the car they've got the transportation if we're going out they've got the kitchen it's their food uh so if you have food needs bring a few power bars bring some dried oatmeal uh instant oatmeal and tea um i also and i ask ahead of time sometimes i'm like hey can you have some bananas can you some of the things that you like to eat ask if they can have it at their house already because the last thing you want to do is get to the person you want to be playing with and then go grocery shopping. <laughs> that That's a buzzkill <laughs> right at the beginning. But what else would you have in your toiletries? Manscaped. That's right. Today's sponsor. Yeah. I was trying to, to ask you what you put in your toiletries and you just kept talking about food, which well, is not food is important in your toiletries. Well, <laughs> you know what else is important? Making sure that you're ready. You're, you're all prepped. And if you, that includes getting uh, your balls trimmed or your, your, your downstairs nice and cleaned up with hair that, that might sometimes include scaping, scaping with some, some, some shavers. Did and you know that they have a new one? I, you, well, yes, I do actually. The because Lawnmower 4.0? They do. And it is Pride season. So if you're ready to show off your body loud and proud, a massive bush is not always the best for some people. Again, but this is where communication is. is super important because you don't want to show up and your partner be like, oh, I, I don't like hair. Or, oh, I wish it was trimmed. Or, oh, they're you know going down in your dick and then they come back up and they're like, oh my God, there's so much hair. That can be a buzzkill for some people. It can be. We have a whole episode on manscaping itself when we talk about the benefits and whatnot. But the number of times that I've uh, wished that some upkeep was happening for whoever I was staying with and uh, maybe their pictures didn't quite match what they were showing. Well, I used it this weekend with the boy because he was in chastity the entire time. Mm -hmm. And I, I trimmed all his pubes off with the Manscaped 4.0. Oh, and my. it was perfect because usually when you hit around the metal ring with the with the razor, it kind of nicks them sometimes. Um, but it was perfect. It was perfectly smooth. Yeah, and Manscaped has a really good, really really good uh, ceramic blades. It's rechargeable. It ain't got no wires. And there's also the light. The light's the most important part for me because you. I I don't know if you've ever gotten in those weird like situations where you're like trying to like put your head above your or your, your leg above your head, and you're just trying to, like, see if your balls are in the way. With Manscaped, that, that guard that is also built into the Lamo 4.0 is super important and 
helps to make sure that you're not nicking or cutting or causing any damage down there because that's and definitely going to be a buzzkill when you get into that bedroom with whoever you're playing with. And super lit. It's lit. With the lawnmower 4.0, again, this is the 4.0, brand new. It's brand um, new. It's now available in the U.S. and Canada. Waterproof with 7,000 RPMs. Daddy, it's what is that? super silent, too. It's like whisper quiet. Whisper technology. Daddy, what is an RPM? Um, rounds per minute. Oh, that actually might be right. <laughs> that, might, that, might, that might, or maybe I don't know. I can't, I can't confirm and/or deny. But a new multi-function on and off travel lock, which is great for jet setting, and perfect for today's episode. The lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4,000 LED spotlight on and off when needed, and for a more precise shave, they also give you additional lengths from sizes one to four. So the Old lawnmower 3.0, I think only had two settings, and now they have four. And it holds a charge for a long time because I don't take the charger with me when I travel. Mm -hmm. I just I just charge it at home and throw it in my bag and go. So if you already have a lawnmower, that's great. You can still use our offer code Watts20 at Manscaped on all the goods, but they have the crop exfoliator, which is good for smoothing down and just making your area that you're about to shave nice and prepped. A crop gel. Uh, so when you're shaving, you get a nice, nice, good tingling sensation and a nice cleanup afterwards. So if you're ready to check out Manscaped, please use our offer code. Again, that is Watts20 at Manscaped.com. And uh, your genitals will thank you for getting 20% off and free shipping. Again, that is Watts20. Thank you so much, Manscaped, for sponsoring today's episode and making this possible. And you can pack your oatmeal right next to it in your toiletry case. Actually, my see, toiletry see bag consistent. Quite literally, was? quite literally. Yeah, edge them, Daddy. Yeah. No, so tea package, vitamin C package, oatmeal in your toiletries, right next to your Manscaped razor in your Manscaped bag. My man, I literally have my Manscaped carrying case. It's our very, our it's Patreons very nice. can see this right now because here I'll, I'll pay us, pay us some. Are you ready for a nice shave? Okay, that was hot. Um, but actually getting back to that point of food, food, food is very important. And, and it is, I mean, we eat three meals a day. We have to figure out who is responsible for preparing said food, getting said food. Um, and should that all be the host's responsibility? Um, um I mean, like, so I ended up cooking a number of times because my, my host, Aloha Bear, loves to bake but doesn't like to cook tons. And because they were working a good number of time that I was there, I was just like, let me help. Let me, you know, cook some food. And so I just pretty much made what was in the, the fridge. But they had asked me beforehand if I had any allergies or any specifics. And if I hadn't said something like that, if they hadn't been a considerate host, that could have been a, a gray area, you know? Yeah. So I had a nightmare uh, scenario about five years ago. Oh, I, no. I, I visited a dom in St. Louis and um, we got, he picked me up from the airport. We were hot and heavy. This is a very DS sub dom relationship. We get to his house. I'm naked. He's smoking a cigar and drinking, which I love, right? I'd been on a plane all day Southwest. They don't feed you. Uh, so I got to his house about 5 p.m. And by 9 p.m., we hadn't eaten anything, but we're still playing. I'm serving him. I'm licking his boots, blah, blah, blah. Then we go down to the dungeon and play more. And I think at one point he, he fed me peanuts 
from his hand, oh, but I was Jesus. blindfolded, so I couldn't see anything. Anyway, we played till like one in the morning and then went to bed. I had no dinner. And then the next morning we got up and he wanted, he was Randy and wanted to go again. And I was low blood sugar. <laughs> like, I think I started sucking his dick to be polite. And this is, oh, this should. is where you need to no. this is where you need to speak up for yourself <laughs> and say, I'm a human being that needs to be fed. <laughs> so I think I stopped in the middle of it. And it's like, you know, I need some food. And so he, and he's like, Oh, what do you want? And like, as if that was a novel idea. And I'm like, um, a banana, some peanut butter, anything that'll spike my sugar levels up right now before I murder you. Because <laughs> oh, well, that's not a good house guest. <laughs> murder is never good. Um, but yeah, both parties need to be thinking about food and when that's going to come in between play. And are we going to go out to a restaurant? Are we going to order in? Um, are we going to just get Postmates and See, have it delivered? I am not that though. I'm not that worried about it because I know that we can get food or we can go somewhere. Your blood sugar is very integral to you and how you operate for the bedroom, which I, I understand because I, I literally live with you. So, but, so you're telling me, had you been in this situation and the Dom made you go to bed with no dinner? Well, I'm just saying I would have I probably would have said something beforehand, but I'm saying that everybody has different needs. Like you absolutely have No, no, don't look don't make that face. That you don't make that face. Everyone needs dinner. I know, I know, I know, no, 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 no. I know. You're making it out like I'm crazy. I'm not with, making with, you with no huge needs. I'm not making you I didn't say you were crazy. I would never use those words. I'm saying that you you are a very different case than other people in such a way that your blood sugar don't make the face. Your blood sugar is you have you have a need to get blood sugar raised all the time because you have a higher metabolism and you what what? Why are you making that face? Because what I'm saying <laughs> is I wasn't fed for 18 hours not, and you're making not, it sound like that's no, unusual. No, no, no. I'm not making a that a special case. You know, I'm saying that you are a case where you need to have snacks available at all times. Yes, 18 hours is ridiculous. I'm not saying that. Thank that's, you. Oh my God. Listen, are you listening? <laughs> no, saying, my blood sugar is low. <laughs> Feed me. <laughs> I'm saying everybody has different needs. So it's important that you have what you need to make sure that you function properly. Like, I'm sorry for all you other human beings out there that don't need food. <laughs> I never said that. Like I never things. said that. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Jesus. <laughs> Another thing to think about is how are you getting to and from the airport? Who is picking you up? Are you taking super shuttle? Um, I I would love some soup in a shuttle. Is it, oh, wait, see, there's food. There, you, you said there was no food. There was soup in the shuttle. I didn't even know that. I, I can't with you. I just can't. <laughs> Well, for me, I'm and out. then maybe maybe you're self-sufficient and you grab a Lyft or an Uber or whatever car thing. Again, this is where having backups is important. Like this is where I like I like actually picking people up from the airport. But we we live in a city where it's the airports are very easy to get in and out of. But I like making it part of the scene, and it's also where I suss out the person's personality. And this is where for me the car ride home to and from is a good indicator of how the weekend's going to go because we have been communicating online mainly, right? Hot pictures, videos, texting and stuff. But this is the first time I see them in person. 
And everyone has a different smell. Everyone has a different cadence to them. How'd you look at me when you said that? Uh, and a lot of our play is based on pheromones. So just how people react with body language and to questions in person is always a good indicator to me how the play is going to go for the rest of the weekend. I also like to call, if they're a sub, I, I like to collar them in the car so that it puts them in a sub mode as we go. Oh, you do that um, to everyone, not just me? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. You have a color all the time. I never uh-huh. put on the car anymore. Uh-huh. So would you say that everything went to, without like dragging whoever you had here this weekend, would you say that everything went well? Yeah, or, no, or this was a very... Of like this awkwardness? Was, this was a very, very successful weekend, and I, I would hold it up to the example of what to do, how to do it. Um, it was their second time coming to visit me, um, the f- but the first time was equally as good. Well, and did, that's does your person not get a fun name? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we can say his name. It's the Leather Paladin. Oh, oh, so. called out, <laughs> called out. He actually helped me write some of these notes for today's episode because we went over what was successful, what wasn't successful. Um, so what wasn't successful then? I, I'm I'm actually curious. Like, yeah, we can go over checklists of like things to remember, and I think we've kind of beat the the horse with with consent. But like, what what? happens when something goes what about the unexpected was there anything unexpected with you and your trips or trips in the past um let's see so the unexpected was i i uh was taking him to the airport and southwest canceled his flight oh so he had to stay an extra day which is why we came up with you know have extra medication because you never know what's going to happen and then that was the that meant they needed to spend another full day um together that neither of us had pre-planned and he is already and he has partners he was missing his husband um and i was looking forward to a day of regrouping and um and getting some bed rest because it was a very It's it's it is exhausting, and that's not to be rude to either of our it, our people, right? No, but when you have someone in your space that you don't normally have in your space twenty four seven, you feel it's like having a mini relationship, full tilt tilt boogie, all at the same time. You have to be mindful and think thinking constantly of the other person in your space, um, when you may be used to having the space to yourself or with just your other partner. Um, and it, it changes dynamics. It does. Like for, for me, I had been talking to Aloha Bear for since COVID began, actually, because it was just a person that I met through online dating sites. And then we had Skyped a number of times. So like we had a really good cadence and we kind of got each other. But even then, like, and this is, doesn't go for Aloha Bear because Honestly, we we hit it off and we had a great time. We were talking about like video games, but also like movies that that he likes that are similar to like movies you like mm-hmm. and inspirations from, you know, way back in the day. So like your your kink inspiration, like what you used to jerk off to, it was the Worn Out West. No, not yeah, Worn, Worn Out West. Worn Out West? Yeah. So like very similar experiences from Aloha Bear. That was one of their first experiences of kink as well. Mm-hmm. They're into bondage, they're into hypno. They they you know, they're into we like We must be the same age. You are around the same age, yes. Yeah. Um, but but I had this this good idea of who he was as a fully formed person who you know has a full time job that they care a lot about. 
they're very educated. They had similar ethics and like political standings. And we had conversations around very intellectual things like kink at pride, which they were invested in and, you know, making education important around sex and identities and LG. So like there's, there was a bunch of things we shared that we knew were going to be something we could talk about because we had that small talk in between, you know, the sexting that, you know, the foreplay beforehand, which I think is also really important. Small talk, if you aren't able to have small talk, it's it'll get really weird if you're visiting someone for long periods of time. Sure. And and one of the things, I mean, one of the things that really I, I liked having Leather Paladin around, he was a good house guest hmm. in that he just volunteered to do the dishes. I didn't have to tell him to do that. He um, he kept his space tidy and neat. He didn't just strew everything around. Whereas I had... Uh, someone visit me about a year ago, um, and when they visited over multiple days, they cooked t- technically for both of us, but only didn't offer me the food, um, oh. and they <laughs> and and then just left the mess out for four days and never cleaned up. And I have a tiny kitchen. So, and the glasses and the bowls, and they just started stacking up and stacking up. I don't have a dishwasher. Um, I don't know who he thought was going to clean up after him, but apparently it was me. And, you know, and then other things like, you know, I graciously said, hey, uh, order food, put it on my card. Uh, My card was out. And then they started taking liberty of ordering other things on my card and stuff. Oh, my God. Boundaries are also boundaries, important. right? And he, they wanted to go get a ginger ale from across the street at the gas station and asked if they could use my card. I'm like, if you can't afford ginger ale on your own, you shouldn't be traveling. Well, <laughs> Why do you need my card for that? And to that, like I had a lovely host, but I, I did insist and tried my, my damnedest to pay for things because I think that that's respectful and nice and important. Like this is, even if it's only for a short period of time, it's still a relationship that you're trying to build. And if you're taking advantage of the person you are seeing or if you are the person that is hosting for someone else, you don't want to have this disparity of power, even even outside the bedroom. Like even if even DS, if it's a DS yeah, dynamic, even if the DS dynamic is there, you don't want to you don't want to take advantage of or abuse someone in a in that relationship. And I think that's where just having conversations and being really realistic. Again, this this boils down to just being communicative. Yeah, and I think a lot of subs because they're younger and they come to my house, they just expect me to take care of them all all the time even every meal and every and after four or five days that gets to be a lot yeah <laughs> so and that adds up quick and i'm like mm, not sure you're coming back <laughs> and it subs to that degree like you have to sometimes if you're not ready to have sex you should voice it you know or else you're going to get a mess or if you don't like a certain kind of food you should say that mm-hmm. saying that you don't have a preference to say food or what you do or Sightseeing does not let the host know what you're into, which makes it very difficult and could lead to gray areas that end up being red flags. Yeah. Or or triggering you in some way. Like we when you visit someone, you are in their space, but you still need to make sure that you are able to talk and and have opinions on on that kind of stuff. Like I've been on trips before where I was just kind of at liberty of whatever the the host wanted to do, and those aren't fun all the time. No, um, so even yeah, if you're the host, you need to actually have that give and take. What do you want to do? Um, offer have things, especially if they're coming to visit you in your city. 
um, in the downtime, have a, a, like three or four suggestions of what to do. And if you are actually um, like sites to go see or a restaurant to go check out or a bar that you may want to go to together. Um, and also if you are the house guest, do your research, look around that area and know the community that you're going to go visit. This gives you something else to talk to with your host. Um, so, like know the history of their town, uh, know from or, where or they're from. Give them an option to like tell you about the history. I mean, I'm, I'm no, I know. But if you, if you do a little bit of research beforehand, tr- trust me, that goes a long way yeah. of showing them you have some interest in them as well. Yeah. And, you know, it also helps for the downtime. So say that you got there and the play wasn't great. How are you going to fill? And you're not supposed to leave for three days. How do you fill in the time? With or do you just small leave? talk? No. Yeah, no. So it's always good to have a plan B. Know the, know the uh, environment that you're in and the community around you and come up with a plan B of suggestions of things you we could rather do together that... So I have a question. Yeah. I so whenever I go to a like a, a place, whenever I take a vacation somewhere and someone is very gracious with, you know, offering their place to stay, um, like they're saving you a bunch of money on hotels, mm-hmm. possibly traveling if they have a car. Like mm-hmm. I always tend to, and I did this time, like I brought a little box of like goodies for my friend because oh, yeah, bringing a bottle of wine or bringing a, a that's always appropriate. I mean, I brought a dildo, a cock ring, <laughs> and some other uh, and paraphernalia that that I don't need, and I'm and sure. we're still boxed because we have that ability. This goes down to basic manners, basically. Yeah. Um, a lot of subs just show up thinking I'm the gift. <laughs> I showed up with I toys up that with you could use on me. On me. I'm here. You're so lucky. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> like you said, you're you're they're they're hosting. Yeah. So, and when people host, it's appropriate to leave a bottle of wine, a candle, something, some sort of gift of that shows gratitude. Or, you know, even after the stay, write a card, write a letter. I was very impressed Leather Paladin after his last day with me wrote me a handwritten letter thanking me for the experience. Who does that anymore? That's fantastic. Okay, okay. He's, yeah, we get it. Oh, he's, he's great. Amazing. He's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay, so now here's the other thing. Hosts will often tell you, help yourself to anything in the fridge. It, help yourself to the bar. Help yourself to drinks. So when somebody says that, they mean that, but don't overindulge. So... I think the rule of thumb, especially when it comes to alcohol, is um, now if you don't drink, that's not this isn't an issue. But if you're drinking alcohol, match your host. Don't pour yourself that third glass of whatever. Um, if your host stopped at one, um, don't keep going. Um, match your host in the drinking levels. Hmm. I mean, unla- you don't agree with that. No, no, I, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying I disagree with that. I just that that's not even a point I, I think about. I guess when it comes. Oh, to I do because I, I watched. I had a boy like two years ago just drained my mini bar like every like when the scotch was out, he went to the bourbon. When the bourbon was out, he went to the vodka. When the vodka was out, he like finished half a crate of wine. I was like, girl. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to need to put a lock on that mini bar. 
Sounds like somebody didn't set limits. <laughs> yeah, I, I limited him from coming back. <laughs> well, and so I think as we we do come to like the near the tail end of the episode, I think it's also important that we talk about like how COVID has definitely changed our interactions with people. Mm-hmm. Like it was so interesting to see someone for the first time and be intimate with someone for the first time that was not you. Because, mm. I mean, we know each other very well. Like, I, I know what you like to eat. I know what you like to drink. I know what, you know, we need to do at the end of the day or what what's for dinner. Like, we have mm. we have our mannerisms and our, we fall into our routines. But when you're into someone else's routine and mm. they haven't shared a space with someone in an actual year, yeah. you know, someone new, there is that that awkwardness to to it. And I think that you just need to be very open and kind with each other and be able to laugh about the awkwardness. Um, but also just take into consideration like some of their pictures might be old and they might be a, they might have gotten a little covid weight and yeah, being okay with that as well a lot of people well. aren't going to match their pictures these days um well especially and, and not purposefully they're not yeah. trying to mislead you um but none of us have had a nice photographer in a yeah. few a few months okay <laughs> no i and i say that to be like we just need to be realistic that everyone's going through it differently and like you need to have realistic expectations of like the person might not look exactly like a photo. The person might be a little more awkward in person. Someone online is very different from someone in real life. Yeah, and 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 don't discount smell. I mean, it, 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 I mean, it, keep coming back to the smell. Well, Who because hurt you? <laughs> Who hurt you with smells? <laughs> no, but you know, it it it, it, it can be it can be. Um, I don't know. It just I, I I learned this long time ago with porn stars because I would you would um, cast people based on their picture on their but looks. When, but when you got them uh, in person, they all have different pheromones and different scents, and sometimes those turn off their co- co-stars. Sometimes it it makes them even hotter for each other. Um, but those pheromones are different in real life. I, I I agree. I agree. Um, it was actually really funny. Like my trip, not to talk about my trip too much, um, but we went and did naked yoga one night. That was a thing that we like talked about previous before the trip, and they were talking like, about smelling. Well, and that's just it. <laughs> was um, it the hot? Was it the hot? We got there. Room? No, it was nice. Yeah. It was it was a small, not small room, but it was a small group in a decent, decently sized room, and we all had you know our space. But um, Aloha Bear was like. Oh, do you did you bring deodorant? And I was like, I never wear deodorant. <laughs> um, and but he had they had options, so that was good. But it was just like never would have even thought. Well, to bring d- you that. know what? I visited a friend, and this wasn't a play day, but a friend of friend who lives on like the Upper East Side of New York in a very fancy apartment. I never wear deodorant. He like the morning I woke up, he actually sat me down and was like, you know. <gasps> You, you can, smell. You could use a shower. I <laughs> oh had to open God. the windows, and uh, da, 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 and I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, no. So you are the way we live, and he's like, and that may play to your group. <laughs> he was very kind of a cologne collar buttoned up kind of gay, um, and I was like, huh, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, I do smell ripe, <laughs> smell daddy. <laughs> Well, and then, but we need to be aware of those yeah. things when you're entering somebody else's space. You do, you do, and so like we did the you know unscented, went to the the yoga. I've never seen so many assholes and balls in my face while doing a downward dog, and I'm not complaining. Um, but it was just it, it was it was different. It was not it was not my normal. It was not my space. So I was yeah, you're always on your toes a little bit. 
Um, and I packed plenty of gear. I think I might have used half of it. And that also is a kind of realistic thing about kink you and gear. You always overpack scenes. gear. You probably don't get to all of it, and yeah. that's okay. <laughs> Which is why you should always pack, but pack like like any trip. You want to pack like you know one pair of nice shorts, but you want to pack a few different shirts that match those shorts. The same way with gear. Like pack a few sizes of rope that you know you can use for a bunch of different scenes. Mm. Or pack a, a few pieces of gear like cuffs that you know you can work into a number of different scenes that you want to play if you're getting into bondage or puppy play or or just suspension or putting someone on a bed like you need to be able to adapt in that regard as well it's not just the weather you got to worry about with different clothes but the 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 scenes that you're going to put together with different kinds of gear now then the other thing to remember especially if you're going 48 72 hours or longer downtime everyone needs a little bit of personal space they can't entertain you 24 7 um and you need to be okay entertaining yourself for an hour or two and let them as well um unless they just don't want that and you don't want that but that's very rare what's give us a book recommendation do you have any good book recommendations uh i was uh yeah uh casey wells (laughs) has a very good book coming out (laughs) or uh shout out to casey wells lovely author of of sex fun novels um but i also brought a few books with me i i brought uh dossie easton's uh one of the the authors of the ethical slut just came out with the topping book and the bottoming book and I also refreshed my my know-how and knowledge on uh, the abcs of lgbt with ash hardell lovely lovely books um, I was researching a demisexual episode, and Ash had some lovely things to say about sexuality, gender, and identities, which I can't wait to put together. Ooh, ooh, one more point. Oh, okay. So also, be device appropriate when you're around someone new for the first time. Oh. So people use their devices differently. Um, some people are on them 24-7 and watch all their entertainment on them and stuff. And you might be around someone who's not used to that and may be offended that all of your attention is on your device at all times. So make sure that you have boundaries and rules about how often you're on your device. And, and especially if you're in active conversation or active play, it's not always appropriate to check all your text messages all at the same time. And if you're hosting, provide a uh, charger, wife, a charger, and a Wi-Fi password. Uh, don't make the sub ask for it. Just volunteer that. Yeah. yeah again, checklists of, of just being a good host or being a good guest. Yeah. There's lots of different ways in which you can make the tr- the travel easier, make the the whole trip easier, and it's making sure that you not only vouch for yourself but ask your your host or partner in this regard how you can help. A lot of the time, I I think. It just takes being like, hey, what can I do to help? And if you can do something, they'll let you know. And if not, you don't need to. And you can then back back off and you both get a little downtime. One of the easiest things you need to do without ever asking is just make the bed in the morning. Um, or the dishes. Everyone, yeah, or, or volunteer to small, dish, small dishes. Small acts of kindness. Yes. Uh, I mean, no one ever is mad at you for doing that. <laughs> Unless they're very OCD and have a very specific way of how they make their bread. Or maybe they they load their dishwasher a specific way. You never know. Actually, my my host did load the dishwasher a specific way because they weren't doing the top. They were just doing the bottom. 
is not always the case. <laughs> but would you say that you had a good trip or I, had a good guest? I had a good visit, uh, a visitor. Um, yes, it, it was very good. I, I, you, did you have a good trip? <laughs> I did. I, honestly, it was it was it was really nice because we we got some socialization in with like the yoga. We went to the beach, a few beaches. Uh, only got a little burnt, and then like got to explore and enjoy the island in a not super touristy way, which I actually really like. I'm not much of a tourist person. I don't need to do all of the 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 bells and whistles. I don't need to go to the resorts. I don't need to have like the the crazy tours to visit Jurassic Park. Which apparently Which is so was a funny thing because the Paladin was the opposite. He wanted to go to the Redwood Forest. He wanted to go to the zoo. Two things I had never done. <laughs> so I and and it was kind I'd of fun to see it through either. their eyes. So that was nice. Um, if you're a host, if you're hosting, yeah, have that as options. Because like my my host had a whole list of things we could do, and I was like, I just want to kind of relax, chill, have some kinky fun, and some decent meals. And we made some good meals. We had some fun. And we just relaxed and chilled. Like, I'm I'm low-key, whereas maybe you have a host or a guest who wants to see, like, I remember when I lived in Seattle, if anyone ever came, we went to the Space Needle. Mm-hmm. I never went to the Space Needle otherwise. I never went to Pike Place Market otherwise. But it was a but, thing that they wanted to do. But, and, you know, that's yeah. fair. This may be the one and only time they ever go to Seattle or come to San Francisco, yeah. especially if they live far away, especially if they're from Europe. So showing them some of the sites is very appropriate and a good thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Daddy, um, we are at the actual tail end now. Mm. Um, beyond plugging our, our last sponsor of the day, which I don't know if our Patreons can guess who it is as we caress our chest but (laughs) if you're hearing this podcast uh when it gets posted publicly you have one two two technically two days to get your hands on this year's pride merch again an exclusive piece of what's a sacred history but also a lovely way that you can support us by just getting some merch but directly supporting our sponsor or not our sponsor our uh charity for this year's pride which is the trevor project and daddy, you, you, we, we've, we've done the Trevor project. We, no, phrasing. <laughs> we have donated to the, the Trevor, Trevor project before. Yes. For our birthday stuff, yeah. for our pride celebrations every year. They've always been super supportive of not only our campaigns, they've bought shirts in the past. We, we like they're they've always been lovely people, but they offer wonderful resources for LGBTQ homeless and just youth in general by providing hotlines. They are trying to end conversion therapy. And while, uh, Reading is fundamental. Being gay is elemental. elemental. <laughs> <laughs> so our new uh, pride shirts are spell homosexual and punsexual in the elements. And we so. even make up some fun little elements ourselves on the shirt. There's also little Easter eggs in some of the numbers and uh, letters present. So get one for yourself to see it in full screen. But we are currently rocking our, our our foil merch which is rainbow foil it's nice and shiny it comes on all sorts of different colored shirts and sweatshirts but there's also non-foil editions as well on the safewordshop.com and if you're listening right now you get us I, I made a special promo code specifically for this oh really and it's trevor 20 which gives you 20 percent off of any merch Ooh. on the safe word shop for this weekend only that this podcast comes out so last chance again to get your one-of-a-kind merch this is only going up once it's only being printed once so you have until the end, end of, of this saturday weekend. oh this so uh, yes. saturday not even sunday no 
If you're hearing this on Friday, you got you got two days to get it. Okay, till midnight on Saturday. But then the shirt will still be up, just not in foil. Correct. Yeah. So again, please, if you want to join us, you can check out Manscaped. If you want to support us, you can check out SafeWordShop.com. Get some merch. Goes towards a good cause. And uh, that that's that's the last plug. I gotta. That's the last plug. That's the last plug. No more plugs. (laughs) I had enough plugs this last weekend. And and Amp, where can they find you? No, that's my question. Oh, you can find me everywhere. Pup Amp. Daddy, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at mrchristopher.com. That's Christopher with a K. Or on Twitter, Christopher Weston. We also have a Twitch at What's a Safe Word. We have a YouTube, obviously, at What's a Safe Word. Um, we have a Twitch. Why have you said that? No, I thought you said. Oh, we have a podcast. Yeah, well, oh, you're listening, well, you're to, listening that. to it. <laughs> We're so good at this. We have so much. And again, <laughs> check out saferchop.com. Tons of different types of merch up there. That's a great way to support us. And we do have proceeds going towards, again, the Trevor Project for this month, which we are raising all sorts of things. Join us on Twitch. We're doing a, a charity live stream on the 25th. That's a Friday of Pride Weekend. I, I feel like we've plugged everything. Yeah. Also, Did- thank your hosts. Oh, if someone's hosting, thank you. Thank them. Question: When you yes. were in Hawaii, did you go to the gym? Um, no. Well, we did yoga. Oh yeah, you did and yoga. We did lots of kind of hikes to beach parts. So I didn't really feel like I needed the gym. That that that's another thing you need to add to your list is if you oh I love need exercise. Okay, figure out the gym. Uh huh. Where it is, how you're gonna do it, when you're gonna do it. Was that the last plug? That was my last plug. Okay. Okay. And we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Why did you save the... Because it's on the list and we didn't get to it. Oh, okay. It was just something you forgot to... I forgot to talk about. And, you know, I always... When you're stuck at someone's house... Uh And then you're like, oh, I need to work out, but I don't want to make them work out. Um, How do I work out without making them work out? Um, Make it a scene. (laughs) Lift me. (laughs) <laughs> Can you I lift each you? Other. You know, <laughs> yoga, honestly, I was very sore the day after that. Yeah, you would be because you'd never do it. Would you say it was a stretch? <laughs> Jeez.